Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. I'm Phil. I'm here with Ant, and it appears on his camera to be a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about how that, Ant. Mike Anthony, is looking quite, quite. Oh, I'm fine, but Mike is looking quite splendid tonight, isn't he? Very, very bright. Very bright. Yeah. My apologies. Mike? Normal. Well, I'm okay, thank you. Yeah, I am. Um, it's been a very stressful day. I'm not looking very webcam worthy. Um, so I've settled down. Uh, I'm, I'm going to combine the pod with my dinner. Um, and thanks for asking. Just a little bit of paint on toast. What? Um, <laughs> what paint? Pa- well, paint and cucumber. Okay. Oh, um, I thought you said paint. I hate it. Like a bit of deluxe. No, oh, no, dear. pate. Pate, P-A-T-E. Pate. Uh, no, <laughs> no, one. Phil, not pate. Pate. <laughs> Don't be so pretentious. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Do you remember the, uh, do you remember the, do you remember the, the Oscar winner of Titanic? Was she called Carte Winslet? No, she wasn't. No. <laughs> oh, dear. When you when you leave like the garden, parent. when you're leaving when you're leaving Ant's house, you walk up the driveway and then do you shut the gate behind you? No, you don't. You shut <laughs> the gate. It's Pate. Tough day, mate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it has been a tough day. Busy, busy, busy bank holiday. I got dragged to the beach. Um, I love how angry you are about that. When I met up with some old friends, and I used the line normally only reserved for funerals. Um, Would have been lovely to meet you. In better again in better circumstances, um, <laughs> uh, which um, was applicable to me sitting on a windy but incredibly busy beach. Yeah, not, no, not a fan. Not a fan of that. the beach, lads. Not a fan. Not a fan. Too much sand. Have I talked about chlorinating the the, the sea before? Uh, <laughs> you haven't, but please do uh, rant rant about that, please. Go. Oh gosh, I just I wonder if it's possible to chlorinate the whole of the sea without doing too much damage to, you know, corals and some of the wildlife. I mean, some of that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind losing a bit of it, but some of the wildlife. I think um, you do so, a bit of damage. Well, Are you reasoning for this? Well, I really like swimming pools because the water, there's a, I like the smell of chlorine um, and um, the taste doesn't really offend me. And if it gets in my eyes, not really a big deal. Salt water, less so. So if we could, mm. I don't know, maybe like, fence off somehow it has to be some quite big fences i appreciate but fence <laughs> off quite a big section of the channel um and and chlorinate that area and and so so it's yeah just like a ginormous swimming pool then it'd be my favorite place to go but you don't like sand no well yeah we'd have to tarmac it as well uh, so you're <laughs> describing a swimming pool <laughs> yeah that's gonna say yeah but you've got all that water there and it seems a waste not to just double that up as a swimming pool I don't. Wow. I don't know if there's been a weirder first three minutes of the pod for a long this... time since I described the method of manufacturing belts. Oh, actually, what I was going to say is this is nearly as fun as listening to you um, describing how you can't ride a bike yet. Um, and I think that was also the week where I had a paper bag over my head and I was suffocating. Good times. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Sorry, talking of good it, times. I know we don't. I know we don't want this to drag on to latte. Um, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you carry on. And how was your game week? Yes, mate. Well, I say it was a bit pretty fair and middling, I would say. Now, spoiler alert, I don't think I came last out of us three, which is probably the only crumb of comfort I can take from this week, boys. That, and I snuck above the average. So I ended up with 58 points. Uh, average was 54. And again, boys, the strikers in my team getting me all the points. Uh, Jamie Vardy with 12 points. The really annoying thing for me here was... And this is probably actually, Phil, I think you mentioned this on a tweet, the beauty of having your captain picked, that if you are struggling to pick your captain, it does take that decision away for you from you. I was right. stuck between him and Danny Ings. Unfortunately for myself, I went with Danny Ings, who only got uh, four points, double to eight, uh, before his assist for Villa's goal. So Ings on eight. Callum Wilson, who seems to like playing at home at the moment, uh, scored nine. Jimmy Valley, as I say, with 12. West Ham assets, boys. We covered this last week. We're all we're all probably lagging behind because we haven't got any Antonio and Ben Rama. Particularly, didn't want to get um, Antonio in this week because of my front three. Supporting Ben Rama, well, that went well, didn't it? Two points for him. Ten points for Mohamed Salah again. Came out trumps with his penalty against Chelsea. Paul Pogba, pretty pretty quiet afternoon for him points wise. With just two, 
And then my back five boys, really, apart from Luke Shaw, was six. And TAA, who, again, despite Liverpool conceding, got another two bonus points. Um, yeah. He just seems to be the default Liverpool player to give the bonus points to. He got another two, so he got four points in total. And after that, pretty pretty tragic fair. Lewis Dunk, one. Ailing two. Leeds assets in terms of defenders is not the way to get at the moment, I would suggest. They've conceded in every game. And Martinez Villa, who I see will now be out for the next game week because of COVID regulations, sat there on two. So I got 58. Now, I know a certain person was particularly jolly on WhatsApp on Sunday. Um, I think I think he had some good scores for him. So we'll, we'll leave him hanging a bit. I mean, I can just see his hand waving, uh, waving around at the moment. Phil, why don't you talk about your game week, mate? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll tell you about my game week. <laughs> uh, so we, we did the pod last Monday. And Correct. after the podcast, I couldn't sleep very well. Got to sleep about one thirty. Made some rage transfers in the dark of the night. Uh, double West Ham bought in Ben Rama, bought in Antonio. Deeply regretted rage transfers, and then the next day wild carded. I decided We've to. We've all been there. We've all been there, Phil. I had to do this. It's the first use of the soundboard. That was that was push the button, I, I think, by Sugar Babes. Push the button, Sugar Babes. Yeah. Uh, so I wildcarded, and then found myself in a situation where knew I knew this week wouldn't be good because I've what? got wildcarded. You know the week won't be good. Yeah, because it's a long term thing. Because Liverpool were playing Chelsea, and I had three Liverpool Chelsea players. Mm, that's so quickly, that. I had Sanchez in goal, Trent. Bought in Regulon, nine points. Uh, just before Furpo went down in price, that was good. Uh, Ailing to Ben Rama to then Damari Gray. We talked about him, and I thought I'm going to listen to some of our advice. Bring in Damari Gray, eight points. Uh, Salah ten. Uh, my captain was chosen this week by FPL neighbours, which is perfect because it's neighbours' 35 years anniversary. Oh, lovely stuff. So that's exciting. Although FPL is... Neighbours has nothing to do with Neighbours, the television programme. Correct. FPL Neighbours are two <laughs> people who live next door to each other and have a joint team. A joint team? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. I that like that. That's lovely. Yeah, uh, so he chose Rafinha as my captain, who got two points, doubled up to four. I have Lukaku, Antonio and Kane, who I would have captained and he only got one point. But my team is set pretty well moving forward to have Kane, Lukaku, Salah, uh, Trent still in the team. And I'm fairly confident with the team. Okay. It's a good team on paper. 55 points, which means I didn't get more than an ant. Good news for me. Michael, over to you. Oh, well, uh, good evening. Um, Yeah, uh, the rich (laughs) vein of form continues, lads. Um, As somehow I managed to, to win again this week. I do feel... My luck's going to run out soon. But, um, yeah, very, very happy with uh, with how it went. Um, I worked from back to front. Raya uh, in goal got me three, so got me a bonus point. Um, the back line was pretty solid. Um, Alexander-Arnold got me four. Dino got me six. Dyer, oh, some people were laughing at me about Dyer, but Dyer got me seven. Uh, and Luke Shaw, you got the sound clip for Shaw so sure yet, Phil? Nurse, two route one. Is it? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, Luke Shaw got me six. Um, moving into midfield, Fernandes and Rafina, my only two disappointments, really, uh, two points apiece. Uh, Grealish, again, played from the start. That's three games on the trot. I told you, boys, he'll be the one that starts every week. Um, got me six. Son got me ten, uh, which was my highest score, and I happened to have captained him. So, nice. you, know, that, you know, the strength of the captaining uh, pick... Uh, there for all to see. Yeah, so it got me 20 points. Ivan Tony came good with six. Uh, and Danny Ings got me four. So, um, And if I look at my bench, all three players on my bench got me a point. So um, again, uh, just right selection uh, has really helped me and right captain pick has helped me again. So um, yeah, very, very happy. I come in at 66 points, which puts me uh, comfortably ahead of the two of you at this stage. But I... There are signs of cracks appearing already. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I did let you know at the weekend that on Saturday, um, before 
we'd hit three o'clock. I transferred Jesus in and then transferred him out again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mikey's back, everybody. Yeah. So that. Wow. Yeah. That. I'm a, I'm a little bit frustrated at myself because I had my two had my two transfers lined up. I was bringing Sancho and Lukaku in this week, uh, according to my spreadsheet. But I just thought, you know what? I really like the the look of Jesus. You know, like a born again Christian. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to give him a whirl. And then immediately it was like, no, what are you doing? Follow the spreadsheet. So yeah, I, I, I've spent eight points this week, and one of those Already. players. One of those players uh, never got the chance to even pull on a shirt for me. Right. I mean, this is like an open goal for us here, Phil, isn't it? To finally... Mike, because you've won all three weeks, am I right, so far? That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Not that I want to, uh, you know, remind you of that, Phil, but this is a, this is an open goal for us after the international break, surely. You well, it is. So... This is what I said on WhatsApp, is that Mike's bragging, but last Mind year... Enough. Last year, he spent, what, 400 points on transfers? Something it's ridiculous true. like that. Yeah, and that you know, you know that the danger of an international break is I've got two weeks to contemplate what's happening. Oh wow, that's going to be so much clicking and bringing people in and immediately taking them out. Yeah, that's the danger. That's oh, the wow. danger. So yeah, Good we'll see. But enjoying it while I can, lads. So, so gents, I lost again. You did second week running. So what what are you thinking hamper wise this week? Is it is it pants, socks, bandanas? Oh yeah, we should. Well, point you out, say that. We should point out that the losing host each week of the three of us puts into the prize hamper that one lucky winner in our league um, will take home at the end of the season. And congratulations, by the way, to Stefan de Jong, who received his trophy this week. He did indeed. Could he have did. been a hamper. Could have been a hamper, but we've only we've only come up with that concept this season. So, Stefan, you're going to have to go again. Uh, so, so Phil, you're looking around like as if you're about to root through a draw and find a prize. Which... <laughs> No, no. it's not going to be the tactic this week. No, I've been through the draws. Um, and you guys didn't want something that was secondhand. Uh, actually, before we get onto this prize, I should yeah. mention my wife's team. Okay. Oh, well, she, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's doing far better than us by the sound. Last of week, well, I told her to rest Tyrone Mings and he got like 15 points. This brilliant. week, the only advice I gave her was to take Gundogan out. There's much, much better value in midfield. He scored. Good. Despite this, she's at the top of our friends and family league, and she's about 50 points ahead of me. I'm trying. Well, that's, not, that's not difficult. There are a lot of people 50, heads of point of view, 50 points ahead of you at the moment. But, um, Sticking the knife in. So what yeah. you're saying is that despite your terrible advice, she's still better than all of us? Uh, currently, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Good, yeah. good. Anyway, so, so the prize hamper. Well done, Holly. Prize yeah. hamper, yeah. Uh, so you don't want second-hand goods. So we've the signed got, picture of Jet from Gladiators, that's we've not going. Got, we've already got a belt. Well, that's not second-hand. <laughs> no, but I, I, I felt you were leaning towards like a new gift. So here's a scab... Uh, no, not a scab. I said scabby. No, I didn't mean that. Here's a belt that I've made at work. No, no. I was just pointing out that I can't now give you a signed picture of Jet from Gladiators. That's a shame because that would have that yeah that's certainly better than whatever it was you served up last week. What 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 did you put in the hamper last week? A bandana. Oh yeah yeah okay. <laughs> so I've got a Very couple of options for you here. Go on then. Are, th- are those ashes behind you? You're not <laughs> reaching for ashes. No no. So this is option number one. Is it ashes? Okay. No. This is facial cream oh, wow. made from snail serum. Oh, wow. How long has that been okay. in your cupboard? Snail water facial cream. Now, is this something you bought for your wife and has never been used? It's something I bought for my wife that she does not want. Wait there, Lovely. has she actually used any of it, Phil? Is this no, no, no. I literally... Facial cream? I opened it up just to put a bit on the fingers. How long ago? That's it. Oh, I can't remember. So basically, it smells no, really hold bad. On, Anne, Anne, hold on. Sorry, Anne, we need to just start this slightly further. <laughs> yeah. How long ago did you dip your fingers in this cream? Are we talking <laughs> weeks, months, years? Bear in mind, we're in the middle of a global pandemic here, mate. So yeah. I don't think anyone wants something well, that had your fingers in it. Last time I went to China, so about 18 months ago. Oh, 18 oh. months ago from China? This sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you don't want that. Not so Option much. two is? Option two is a brand new... Not a watch. Well, what? Watch. 
Brand new. It's even got a price on. £29 from Next. Okay. Yes. Good. Okay. Well, you we say good. I think I won this in a raffle at one point. Maybe 10 years ago. Oh, for so I don't know the battery's still going to work. Oh, for... Do well, you want it? Bit... Or... Oh, good. There's another or. Good. This is pretty special. This is a vintage Kodak Retinet camera. Oh, for flip's sake, Phil. It's, it's like a vintage... boot sale, this, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that... It's like you've been down lost property at customs. <laughs> Okay, the last option. Oh my goodness, how many options did you have? It's it's almost like you knew all three were terrible. A Powerball. Right. Brand good. new. Well, brand not new. brand new actually. So I just oh. realised it's not brand new. But it's a Powerball. Ten years. You know Powerballs? You they you strengthen your your wrist. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you choose, boys. Did you the take snail some cream, kind of, the watch? Did you the get some, some kind of flu ward and get the patients to play with it before you reboxed it? <laughs> No, that's all good. I quite like the Powerball. Yeah, you I, like the Powerball. I, the Powerball will get Can my Can you just vote. explain to our listeners what the Powerball does? Okay, so a Powerball is a gyroscope that spins and you use your wrist to go round and round and round and round and round. And it gets, as it gets faster, the tension on your wrist gets higher and the ball inside is spinning faster and faster and it makes your arms stronger. I almost feel like I need to lose next week. Just to up our game in terms of prizes. I've offered you four prizes. All of Stick them secondhand. Mm. All of them secondhand. All mm. of them at least 18 months old. <laughs> Phil, you touched it in China <laughs> and then bought it home. You put your Didn't fingers in, in China. The I, I bought it in China. <laughs> and then I touched it at home. Oh, okay. Can we just go with the Powerball, I think? Did you, Powerball did, is. You, did you wait for us to be at the height of the pandemic here before you touched it? <laughs> <laughs> I can't honestly I can't remember. Okay. Well anyway, Powerball it is. Lovely stuff. Thank you so much. Really lovely if it keeps on giving. Okay, gents. Happy to help. Happy to give again. Next next time maybe I won't lose. Let's hope not. Well indeed. How did our indeed. punts get on? Oh. I'll go first this one, boys. Fabianski, yeah. West Ham. Ooh, against the team on conceded, so obviously they conceded two. So that's me out. How about what about you, Mike? Yeah, I had Joe Willock, um, who did nothing for me, unfortunately. Brilliant. And Phil? I had Shay Adams. Nothing. Who did what? No, no, didn't do anything at all. No, oh dear, oh dear. So, boys, it feels like it needs a, a quiz. Yep. So, this quiz will determine whose captain gets picked by a listener. That's the jingle, Phil. Oh, let's do the jingle. Oh, how could he forget? It's a quiz, it's a quiz. It's a quiz, it's a quiz, the loser gets their captain picked by a listener with great instinct. Sometimes cruel and sometimes kind, our quiz leaves us far behind. Oh, it's a quiz, 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 it's the quiz. Catchy. It's easy to forget how long that intro is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is long. So, Phil, do you want to start us off then on the first but, round? Um, of yeah, right, boys. I'll do that. So, looking at the start of the season, there are some surprises who have got plenty of points. So, I'm looking for the top 10 players. Oh, I should describe how the game works. I will give a category to Mike and Ant they will tell me how many correct answers they think they can get and they'll try and one up each other and then the person who goes the highest has to name them and if they fail the other person wins so I'm looking at the top 10 players that don't play for Manchester United Liverpool or Chelsea in terms of points Sorry, or Manchester just, City. I was going to say, so Man City, Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, yeah? Yeah, top 10 players. Oh, good grief. Okay. Okay, Mike, you won. So any fair, you get to go first, mate. 
Oh, you're very kind. Um, I'll say I can find three of them. Uh, three okay, of them. I'll go four. Hmm. I will let you have it. Four out of ten feels like quite a high ratio, so. Yeah, we know uh, that I will fail probably on the first one. We know we win a miracle <laughs> with quizzes isn't the strongest. So the top 10, just to clarify, Phil, the top 10 scoring players who don't play for one of those big four teams, correct? Yep. A... <laughs> okay, uh, Mikel Antonio. Correct, on 40 points after three games. Uh, Trent, uh, oh, nearly said, nearly said a Liverpool player then, boys. Nearly said a Liverpool player. Uh, ben Rama. Correct, he is, yep, yeah, I say, yep. Well, it's going better than I expected. This, this, is, this is fun while it lasts. Um, okay. Mm, what about this? Is where it's all going to go wrong. What about Jamie Vardy? Jamie Vardy. Oh. Oh dear. I'm going to give it to you because he's on the same amount of points oh. as the person ten down on the list. Well, that, okay. I mean that's actually correct, so that's fine. Joint ten. Yeah. Oh, good grief. Who else has had a strong start, boys? Well, this is the quiz, Arsenal? mate. You've got to answer it. I know. Arsenal, I'm just. Uh, yeah, Arsenal have had a yeah, Arsenal have had a great start to the season. What about uh, what about their keeper, Burnt Leno? Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh dear. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um... Mind's gone blank. Aaron Cresswell. Aaron Cresswell. Absolutely no chance. No, I feel I feel that's wrong. You're wrong, mate. Oh well, three out of four was fun. Yeah. Wasn't bad, mate. Wasn't bad. Shall I tell you who okay. could have had? Please do. Um, Eric Dyer. Yes. Eric yeah. Dyer's on that list. Wow. It. Callum Wilson. No, you could have had no. Sanchez, Vardy, Demari Gray, Pinnock. Ings, Fornaus, Dyer, uh, Regulon, Janssen, Brentford, Son, Calvert-Lewin, Benrahma, Lloris, and Antonio. Ah, it was between Ings and Cresswell there. Oh, well. Well, 1-0 to Mike then. 1-0 to Mike. So, boys, should we do mine next? Yeah. It's fair to say, boys, you've got quite a few options here to go for. So I think there's 28 available here on this one. So I'm looking for players who have already featured in the weekly FPL Dream Team at least once. So there's 28 players who already have. Mike, you went first last time to fill. You get to go first this time, I would suggest. What do you mean? What do I mean? So you know when a player scores a lot of points, they get put into the FPL game as a dream team every week of the highest scoring players. They have a little purple symbol next to their name, I believe. Have you not noticed the little star? Not not in my team, mate. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No stars here. Well, this is this is a score day for you then. So every week the FPL puts the highest scoring players together in a Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean now. In a formation, and there's 28 players who who have already featured at least once. How many can you name? Okay. I'll go four. Okay, Mike? I'll go six. I'll go seven. I'll go eight. I'll go... 28 is a lot of players on this list. I'll go ten. Yep, good. Where you you have it. Away to you. Nah. Off we go, Phil. Uh, Larice. Yes, he's third on the list. He's been on there twice. Uh, Antonio. Yeah, no surprises here. He's top with three. All Can three you keep score, Mike? So I've got it on my hand. Okay, he's, got cheers, hand. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. So we get. We we've got at least twelve. You can count. they're all like that in this village thank you Uh, Ben Rama yeah he's there fourth on the list Salah and Fernandes oh okay two two at once okay yep Salah is on there as is Fernandes so you're halfway and Pogba I'm thinking game week one Hmm. let's have a quick look yeah, Pogba is on there. It's a good shout. 
Thanks very much. Here's a shout for you. Go on. Someone who I was going to talk about later. Go on. Gallagher of Palace. He must be. He is indeed, yeah. This week, indeed, for his two goals against West Ham the weekend. Great shout. Three to find. Uh, Torres. Of Manchester City. Let me have a look. He is on there. Good shout. Two to go. Tyrone Minks. Has to be. He got 15 points. He is indeed. Yes, he did. Yep. Tyrone Mings is on there. One more. And it will be Phil one, Mike one. If not, Mike is guaranteed immunity. Oosh. Who's it to be, Phil? Uh, Have I said Son? You have now, and he's on the list, mate. So there is your oh, ten. Well done, man. Very nicely done. Very well nicely done, mate. Done. Well done, you indeed. Yeah, ten names. Yeah, you've picked out the the big players there, mate. The Reguilon was there. Mason Greenwood, uh, David De Gea, TAA. Yeah, he's been on there. Yeah, Jamie Vardy, Pereira of Leicester, Coleman, Chalobah. Uh, yeah. And a Did few you see others. That double as well. save by David De Gea. Uh, yes. Yes. Pretty extraordinary. Incredible. Right, Mike. So over to you. So if I I need to win this, obviously that would have us all at level pegging. If not, uh, that would be to fulfil. So over to you, Mike. Okay, lads. Uh, I'm going to look for <clears throat> the top twenty players with the most total touches. Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go first if you don't mind, because I haven't yet gone first. Um, do want, mate. <laughs> I'm going to go three. <laughs> oh, sorry, three. He's got three out of 20. Hmm. I mean, this is a quite tricky category, I would suggest. Yeah, it is. It is tricky. Four. You can have them, mate. <laughs> Good luck finding you, oh, Phil. Oh, Phil. I feel like you've let yourself down here. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you're ready, ready when you are, my friend. Ready when you are. Uh, most touches. Just trying to think who's played. Uh, gosh, this is a ridiculous category. You're most welcome. He's here every week. Traore of Wolves. He's had 700 touches and none of them need, near the goal. <laughs> Where's that um, come and, from? And and with, with that, Phil, um, Traore from Wolves, you're out of the game. Would you like to have one guess, Ant? Um, let's go with Mohamed Salah. Uh, no. no. Oh, wow. We suck at this game. Yeah. Well, it's ridiculous. Question. It is well, category. you say ridiculous. Let me give you let me give you the top twenty quickly then. So you've got Ilkay Gundogan, uh Jorginho, Tillemans, Pascal Gross, Liam Cooper, Virgil van Dijk, a lot of teams playing out from the back, of course. Lewis Dunk, Kufau, Matip, Cresswell, Diaz, Aspilaqueta, Duffy. You got the sound clip yet, Phil? No. Okay. Almarty, uh Christensen, <laughs> Trent, Ailing, Cancelo, Soyunchu. And of course, the player with the most touches is uh, Adam Webster of Brighton and Hove Albion. Of course. <laughs> so, it was on the tip uh, of my tongue. So that levels it all up, boys. So that is one, one, one. Oh, well, I thought I'd mean, lost. Well, you, 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 won lost. you have lost, but I've now won one, you've won one, and Mike's won one. Well, Which boys. We just, we just play again next week, lads, surely. Yeah, it's a rollover. It is a rollover. Well, exciting times. I don't think that's ever happened before. So there you go. Oh. Yeah, oh, I'll, have, that I'll, I'll great see news. if I can get the stats on most breaths taken during a game. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was the quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. The loser gets their captain picked by a listener with greatest stick. Sometimes cruel and sometimes kind. The listener is always right. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's a quiz. It's <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I'll explain. Sorry. Mate, what was that all about? So sorry to Kai Bosch. <laughs> uh, accidentally, I had my phone out. I accidentally pressed play on a video I was watching back. Um, my youngest, who's five, um, is obsessed with watching YouTube videos. And he decided he wanted to make his own one today. He wanted to do an eating challenge. Um, <laughs> so I made him eat. I wonder where I he gets him, that from. So I made, him eat, I made him eat a pickled onion. And oh, wow. absolutely. So the noise <laughs> you could hear. Well, I'll just give you a bit of it. Come on, eat it, eat it, eat it. Charcoal, Come on, you're there. Eat it. Give it to your tummy. <laughs> give it to your tummy. I can tell you now. He didn't give it to the tummy. He gave it to the sofa. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, not a fan of pickled onions. What a day in the in the Botto household. It really has oh, been quite dear. a day. Dear, oh dear. Mike, I believe it's over to you, my friend, for what your new favourite feature. Lovely, jubbly. Oh. It's lovely, jubbly. Phil, have you got the soundtrack for this yet? No, no soundtrack for this. Oh. But if you want to talk about Riyad Mahrez. Kind of. Yeah, okay. there you go. It's nearly uh, there. All right, look, I've, got, I've got just three of you to three for you to pick apart. Because um, we've got some listener questions coming up. Absolutely. So let's look at these three then. And all you've got to decide um, is if they're lovely, jubbly. Or I'm being a bit of a plonker, Rodney, and we've, we've got no sound clips for any of this, lads. Um, but we'll 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 push on through. So first, do you want, I want to, to look at? Do you, I'm sorry that I haven't been working on your sound clips, but That's you were right. saying that last week you were seeing you were seeing goals. No, really, are you doing this? No, we did this. No, okay. I, I, I see girls. <laughs> okay. okay. Right then. So my first pick, lads, in lovely jubbly this week, is at a price drop of 0.2 million. So you'd think, really? Point, go oh, point two, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's dropped from 4.5 to 4.3. Rob Holding of the much maligned <laughs> Arsenal. Now, wow. I know that they've been getting a lot of stick and people have been saying Arteta out and all of this stuff, but in reality, what they've done is they've lost to, uh, I mean, Brentford, who are on an absolute high going into that game, the first game of the season. Ferocious crowd. You've got a team that's, um, that's ravaged with injury. And they've lost there. Fair enough. They've then lost at home to Chelsea with Lukaku in the form of his life. They've then gone to Man City and got thrashed. There will be other teams that get thrashed. So um, I'm, I'm pretty content looking at their, their upcoming fixtures. that They will turn things around. I don't think they're going to be spectacular, but I think they will turn things around. Um, of their next six games, if you take out the Spurs game in game week six, they play Norwich, Burnley, Brighton, Palace and Villa. Uh, so Rob holding at 4.3, I think, is pretty decent value at the back there. I'll tell you one thing, just looking, <clears throat> just to emphasise what you said about the fixtures, Mike, if you look at Arsenal's fixtures in terms of how FPL rates the difficulty of it, you don't see a red, which obviously means it's a difficult fixture, right through until November for Arsenal. There you go. So all twos and threes, which basically means on paper they're, they're winnable games, but I think, you know, yeah, I, I completely agree with you about Arsenal and the start they've had and the teams they've lost to, but I think it's the manner in which they've lost the games as well. I think we talked about there's a way to lose a game and they've yet to score a goal as well this season. Uh, and when you've got Xhaka, who's <laughs> who's doing what he's doing, when and yet another red card for him. Holding, I suppose if you're looking for a cheap option in defence with those fixtures, he might be one to look at, but I think you're clutching at straws possibly a little bit. I, I, I just think he plays every week as well. He's played, he's, he's played all 90 minutes of the last three games, which, yeah, I appreciate he's, he's played in a poor side, but... I think he will start. They, they don't look like they're going to bring anybody else in defensively. Um, so, yeah, I think I think he's a great option, 4.3. But anyway, Phil? Well, the budget option was Simakas. Oh, there it is. He had to go there. <laughs> but he's obviously... <laughs> he's gone uh, now. Robertson's back. Uh, Livermento, 4.1, is much better value for me. He's an attacking wing-back. I prefer I think that. A lot, a lot of people have got him. 0.2. I think, I think a lot of people have got him already, though, Livramento. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to look at for a slightly, uh, slightly different bargain basement. But yeah, I do, I do yeah. hear what you're saying. I'm not I sure. Think. Also, I trust Leno. Okay. I think if you're going to do a direct comparison, certainly fixture-wise, Saints' is next few games much harder on paper. West Ham home, Man City away, Wolves home, Chelsea away. Um, 
So yeah, Arsenal do on paper have the much much easier fixtures. But their their heads have dropped already, haven't they? I will put it this way for Norwich. I think they're thinking if if they can score in the first twenty minutes, good grief. I mean, that's... if you're Norwich, you're going for that, aren't you? Oh yeah, you, you've got to. And um, yes, although Arsenal have lost games, they probably would have, or you might have expected them to lose. The man, the manner in which they've done it, yeah, it doesn't look too good for them this season. So, are you saying lovely jubbly or Blanca Rodney? Blanca Rodney for me. Yeah, same. I'm afraid, Mike. Okay, no worries, lads. Uh, this one. I think even if you go against me, I think you'll be proven wrong in, in the coming weeks. Okay. I'm going for Trin Cow of Wolves. I watched the, the full 90 yesterday. Um, we've already touched on the fact that uh, uh, your oily man, what's he called? Your oily man. Oh, oily oily man. Yeah, they oil him up, don't they, before he goes, so they can't He was incredible him. yesterday. Hmm. He was incredible until he got anywhere near the box, at which point it all went a bit pear-shaped. But a couple of times that's because people like Trincao didn't finish. Mm, I really, really like the look of Trincao. He's a young midfielder, in case you've not heard of him, who's on loan from Barcelona. Um, a real prospect. Uh, he's played all three games, started all three games. Uh, he, he came off at his earliest point yesterday, 69 minutes. But prior to that, he played 85 and 83. Every time he got on the ball, he was looking to, to attack. He's on a lot of their set pieces as well. It's between him and Moutinho um, for, for corners. So, and I really like their fixtures coming up as well. Um, Drinkhouse fixtures, their next four are Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle. Well, and I think if you're looking at him or Traore, I think actually in terms of FPL points, he will get you more. He'll get you more than Traore. And he's dropped in price to 5.9. Yeah, I mean, in terms of being a, a differential, you couldn't get much better. 0.4% currently on him as well. Mm. I think probably some of that comes down to the fact that Wolves are yet to score a goal this season. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, that's that's fair. But <laughs> I think they'll come Fixtures good. In terms of, yeah, and in terms of, I mean, they're, they're the. I think this is the first time ever this far into the season, or at any point in the season, where the team with, the, and I know you don't like stats, but the team with the highest xG has the lowest goal scoring record. It's never happened before. So. It, it's only a matter of time before that comes good. And Wolves don't have a hard fixture until the 4th of December. There you go, then. They've got there 10 go, games in a row that are all winnable. Pop him in. 5.9. What are we saying, lads? Lovely, Lovely jubbly. Ah, oh, that's nice. Very okay, interesting this week. Because for me, I think I could go Ben Rama to Trincao and then upgrade Antonio to Bamford. What's the relevance of this? Yeah, I was going to say. What, because he's been picked in England, team? Because he's my hero. Well, if he was called Patrick Hero, I could understand it. <laughs> <laughs> or Enrique Bamford. Oh, oh that would be amazing. Bamford, what a name. Mike, who's yeah. your third pick, my friend? All right. Um, do you want uh, a budget midfielder or a mid- mid-range mid midfielder? Budget. Yeah, always budget. Okay, let's talk about Jakob Moda of Brighton. Um, let's. He's, uh, sorry? I said, let, yeah, let's. Let's do okay, it. Okay, good. Uh, he's selected by 0.9% of people. He's a real facilitator at 4.5 million, obviously. Um, he had an assist in the uh, the first match, um, coming off the bench. He's started the, the, the two since then. Um, he's an attacking midfielder. I know a lot of people are looking at Basuma. Um, Basuma, um, who could well, by the time this is out, um, find himself at United or Liverpool. Um, but yeah, he's 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 sort of plays in that number ten role. Uh, Moda, I like him a lot at four point five. Um, you know, if he was if he was much more than that, I wouldn't be looking at him. You know, if he was six or or above, there are better options. But in that four point five bracket, as an enabler, I think he's an option. Their next five games, um, they play Brentford, Leicester, Palace. Arsenal, we've touched on, and Norwich. So, fixtures are pretty decent as well. I think he's worth a look at 4.5 if you're trying to get in some of those those more expensive assets. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, my concern for me is the minutes played for him. 18 in in the first week, 10 game week 2 and 72. So, um, oh, well, that flies in the face of what I've just said, because I said he started the last two. So, um, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, he started yeah. the last one. 
Yeah, and he has got one assist to his name. Yeah, I think. Yeah, just a concern there about the minutes played for me. But uh, agreed on the fixtures. They 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 look they look like some decent fixtures. He was he was out on loan at Lake Poznan uh, last year. Got uh, assists and goals and looked quite bright. Um, his stats are quite positive given the amount of games he played out there. Um, he's got a goal involvement every three games. So yeah, I, I yeah I just I think as an enabler, he's worth a look. Yeah, fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play okay. or lovely jubbly? Hmm. Still Plonker Rodney for me. Yeah, Plonker okay. Rodney. Well, thanks, lads. It's been an absolute pleasure. I look forward <laughs> to doing this. I look forward to doing this with some sound effects because actually without the music or the sound effects, it is literally just me getting you to quote Only Fools and Horses to me as I talk about footballers. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. That's all miss... right. Maybe I, maybe I should have done some kind of Del Boy impression. Yeah. That would have been good. Or maybe you should have really good. cheered yourself up by talking about Simicast. Really? Gosh. Oh, wow. Okay. This is, this is going to tire quickly. Yeah, that's the last time. <laughs> so, we have some actual listener questions. Love that. Rewind back a year, boys, from when we were <laughs> writing our own listener questions. Mike was impersonating Northerners on the phone. Oh, good times. Okay. Good actual times. questions now. Love that. How, okay. how far we've come, boys? How far we've come? So we'll start with the the one that's come on live as we're as we're recording. Before we do, Badsley, uh, before we do, I, I would quite like to see Clive make a reappearance at some point in the season. <laughs> I'm not Clive from Gosforth. No, no, because Brexit is annoying me more than it was then. Okay, all right, fine. Okay, so Fadsley says Bamford. Work. <laughs> Works for me. At Bamford and Traore slash Trinkau or Jimenez and Rafinha on wild card? Sorry, what's the question? <laughs> Bamford and Traore or yeah. Jimenez and Rafinha? Well, Rafinha is very much one who's in a template team, isn't he? Um, but I think I'm right in saying he's only had one return in the three game week so far. Oh, he missed a City yesterday. Yeah, he's had he's only had one return. And Jimenez, of course, great to have him back from his head injury. But again, Wolves haven't scored this this season, boys. So this would be a tough one. Mike, what what do you think? Can we not just go Trincao and uh, Rafina? Presumably he's got a striker who wants to swap out. Uh, yeah, it appears so. Because actually of those assets, of those four, they, those two are the, are, are the best for me. Um, Bamford's would... a natural goal scorer. I think of all those four assets, I think Rafinha offers the best value. Agreed. So I, I would, I would go for him because he's a he's a cheap option. And how much how much is Jimenez, or as Martin Tyler likes to call him, Jimenez? <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, yeah, um, I think he's gone down in value already. He's seven point okay. four. Okay, so seven point four mil. Surely there are better options out there than Wolves or Leeds. Agreed. Yeah, Adam Armstrong, actually, at Southampton, I'd say is better than Jimenez. For I mean, Ricardo and Richardson is only 7.5. Can he, can he find the extra 0.1 somewhere? I mean, that might yeah. be worth thinking that's about. Good and Everton have had a really good start to the season. Really good start. So, yeah, that's, that's a very good shout, that, Mike. Thank you. Okay, we'll move on to our next question then from Beth. Top three players you would bring in on a wild card and three highly owned players you wouldn't bother with. Ooh, can, okay. we get, can we get Cristiano Ronaldo in yet? <laughs> uh, no, but by time of broadcast, probably. I think, you know, if you're looking at players coming in, and I think we've all suffered with this, boys, haven't we? We'd, we'd all be looking to bring Antonio in, wouldn't we? I know I definitely would with a wild mm-hmm. card. It's kind of yep. the player you have to kind of have, have in at the moment. Um, if you haven't got him, TAA, I think he's, as I mentioned, you know, continually getting points and bonus points, um, seemingly. And what about son of Spurs? He had a nice little points game for you, Mike, at the weekend, didn't he? Um, he did. And actually, the way, that N- start. the way that Nuno has set up his Spurs team and the way that he did at Wolves as well, he likes to play on the counter-attack. And actually, I think that suits a player like Son better than it suits a player like Kane. Kane will inevitably pick up points. But mm. is Kane worth what, currently 2.3 million more than Son, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I think I think it's going to be a really strong season for Son. 
yeah. a really strong season for him. Um, if I can throw another hat, uh, name into the hat, I'd look at um, Marcus Alonso of Chelsea. Uh, it looks like he secured that left-back berth. He's on loads of their set pieces. They're going to keep a lot of clean sheets. Um, Chilwell appears to have been frozen out. Um, so, yeah, I would look at Marcus Alonso. Um, he's a bit different. Um, not massive ownership. Where does he sit in terms of ownership? 10.9% ownership. It's pretty low. Um, so, yeah, I'd look at him. I would give, give two players who I think should be in any wildcard team. Lukaku, get him yes. in now while she can afford him. Yeah, and true. on the budget end, Damari Gray, you're not going to get better value for mm. 5.5 million. I tell you what's, mm. what's annoying. He was in my my very first team. I had uh, again into game week one. He was in that team, and I talked myself out of it, and that has come back to bite. So yeah, that 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 is a good shout. He's he's had a flying start. He was involved in everything. Players I wouldn't be too worried about not having high owned players. Bruno. 55% ownership. Ronaldo's just about to knock him out of the position. I mean, Bruno looked a really frustrated figure yesterday throughout the game. He was on the referee from, from minute one. Um, didn't really influence the game in any way. He did more moaning than he did passing. Well, he, um, he did similar. He had the similar with Southampton, didn't he? He was so busy mm. moaning about, about Southampton's goal and the what he thought was a foul in the build-up. He seemed to lose the plot a bit. So that's two games on the trot now for him. Been pretty quiet. That's why I dropped him. He irritated me the week before. I think another highly owned player that I would maybe dodge um, is Luke Shaw. Um, I've not seen a great deal from him uh, so far. And he got a clean sheet for me yesterday. But I've not seen a lot of him going forward. Yeah, I just don't think he gets anywhere near any of the set pieces. So, yeah. Only 11 points across the three games so far. It's a good shout. Um, I, I, I'll throw one in there. Again, I've got him in at the moment, but uh, might potentially look to Although he's had a very strong start. is Danny Ings of Villa. Villa's next four fixtures look particularly nasty. Chelsea away, Everton home, Man United away, Tottenham away. Um, I think he'll struggle to continue that form in those four games. So he's sat there uh, fifth in the ownership stakes at the moment um, with 38.2%. But yeah, I think... If you don't have him at the moment, I wouldn't be looking to get him in. Likewise, Luca Dini. Not interested. Yeah, I've been a bit disappointed with him. Again, he picked mm. up clean sheet points for me this week, so like, I'll take them. And his run of fixtures look quite decent. But, uh, yeah. Quiet, isn't he? Very quiet. Yeah, yeah. Not the attacking threat that you know we've become accustomed to with him so far this season. Okay, next question from FPL Teacher. If you could each give your biggest lesson from the first three game weeks. Um, don't transfer in a player and then transfer him immediately out. <laughs> um, okay. Mine would be don't talk yourself out of a team that <clears throat> on paper might um, look weaker, uh, but can actually potentially get you more points. And my uh, my case in that was when I, I think it was a week I picked Madison over uh, Basuma. And Madison got one point and Basuma got nine, sat there first on my bench. And I talked myself out of it purely because Madison on paper is a better player. So yeah, I should have should have gone with that. Phil, what's 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 your view on this one? Yeah, don't make rage transfers in the middle of the night. <laughs> Not wise. I think I think also, you know, a lot of template teams have like two to three big hitters and then just loads of enablers. Mm. Um I think I've tried to, with my team, um, get a consistent spread across the whole squad, and that includes the bench, because you just never know what's around the corner. So I think a, a, a good spread across the squad of players that you probably give a 7 out of 10 chance of of giving you a decent return, rather than 2 or 3 that are almost guaranteed to give you a decent return, and then it's hope rather than expectation with the rest. I think a good spread, personally, is uh, is the way to go. Oh, look, we're back to funerals. Um, yeah. <laughs> he also asked, any teams you're interested in investing in? I don't think he means like in real life. Yeah, it's a shame because the good run of fixtures come with teams that have so far disappointed. So Wolves and Arsenal look to have the best fixtures for the next, well, three months. Um, mm. They've got a really good run, both of them. But as we've discussed already, it's a gamble. Yeah, I think. I think Chelsea boys after from game week seven onwards right through to game week thirteen 
has some really, really winnable games. I agree with what Phil said about Lukaku's one. You have to get him while he can, early doors. So they've got Villa at home next. Then they've got tricky games away to Spurs and Man City. But then after that, they've got Saints, Brentford, Norwich, Newcastle, Burnley. All of those games you'd expect Chelsea to get three points from. So you might even look to triple up Chelsea on that. Absolutely. I mean, that that could be a season-defining period for us as FPL managers if if we get that right and it, and it yeah. goes goes well. I would I would be slightly wary of West Ham. I know everybody's jumping on them. You know, Cresswell, Fornells, people are looking at Bowen, Ben Rama, Antonio. My my worry is the Europa League starts shortly um for those guys and they do not have depth of squad. So I think playing yeah, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, that's gonna take its toll on a squad like West Ham, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, just before I give the next question, I've just seen online. Do you remember game week two last year? We all bought in Willian. <laughs> yeah. He's got well, it. Well. Fair play to him. He has terminated his contract at Arsenal, walked away from £20.5 million. He was on 240 grand a week at Arsenal. Good grief. And instead of staying there, getting a payoff, he's, he's walked away from it and he's gone to Corinthians. Wow, fair play to him. I mean, that's how desperate he is to get away from Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not the only one. Yeah. Okay, next question. Simon Ashby, is Luke Shaw still essential or can Rudiger Cresswell or a downgrade be an option? I would say Regulon. He's a bit cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I've enjoyed Regulon the first few weeks. Not so much in his attacking, which is why I'd have him over Dyer traditionally. I think Dyer at 4.5 was was the better option going into the season because I don't think I don't think Regulon's going to be worth that extra half a mil. But their fixtures get trickier in the next few weeks. So yeah. I, I targeted Spurs players with with these first few games in mind. I think I'm I not think, I'm not I'm not convinced that lasts. I think Rudiger was one who was picked out on match today, wasn't he? I mean, he's been he's been superb since uh, since Tuchel's gone in. And, and as we just said, Chelsea, once they get to game week seven, they have a fantastic run of fixtures. They don't concede many How goals. How much is Rudiger? Good question. Let me find out. Or Rugier, with Chelsea, I like to call him last season. Yeah, he did call him Rugier last season. Um, if you think about it, Chelsea obviously played a whole half against Liverpool. 5.5 mil. Sorry. Clean sheet in that second half. I don't see any games where they're not going to defend well. Yeah, I, I think if you're looking at centre-backs for Chelsea, you're better off saving yourself half a mil and look at Christensen. Yeah. I, I don't but know, he's, I not don't guaranteed, what... he's not guaranteed to play. I think he I think he is from here on in. Thiago Silva, Rudiger and Aspilicueta will be their starting three. You reckon? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, if you're looking at points, I mean, Alonso, as Mike mentioned about Alonso earlier, on all their set pieces, he's cemented the left-back place. He's got 10 more points already than Rudiger so far. And you, you, say Chris, you say Christensen's not guaranteed to play. He started all three games and played all 90 minutes. <laughs> no, I'm pleased for you. So, I'm, I would question that, Your Honour. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah no, I, I just don't know why you spend the extra half a mil on, on, on Rudiger, as I like to call him, than, than Christensen there. I think he offers you more danger at set pieces. Okay. Personally. But half a million more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm going to stick to him because you've made <laughs> me look down. small. <laughs> <laughs> okay. FPL Buddy asks, for now, Trinkau or Gray, which is the best with the best pick of the fixtures coming up? I reckon we're, we're going to disagree on this. Go for Go it. On. Well, I'm, I'm going to go Trinkau. I really, really like the look of him. Um, yeah, I think great for me. I've uh, put yeah, those great, cards on the table. They have got, they have got good fixtures. Yep, yeah, agree. I'm, I'm a fill on this. It would be tomorrow day. Still cheap. Um, still low ownership. Good fixtures. Three boxes ticked. Yeah. Is he not I'd a bit of a trap, team. lads? Is he not a bit of a trap? Because he's not on their set pieces. And yeah, he's had a banging couple of games like at the start of the season. But when he played for Leicester. He wasn't especially dynamic. He wasn't an FPL asset. So are you not just going, oh, he's been quite good for Everton first couple of games? No. Brilliant. I'm remembering what he was like at Birmingham. Mm. He, yeah. he was 
very important to them. And then we wanted to buy him at Bournemouth and he went to Leicester. And it didn't really happen for him there. He didn't get a continual run of games. But at Everton, he's playing. Okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not convinced. Okay. You don't have to be. No. Okay, next question. FPL Grandad. He thinks Ronaldo and Lukaku will play for their teams in the Champions League since their minutes may well be confined to 2,000 in the Premier League. Is Kane or even Son a better option than Ronaldo or Lukaku? Well, will Kane not be playing in the Europa Conference? Indeed. Is that not the same? I mean, that's, you know, they, they're in the, Kane is their only out-and-out striker. Um, yep. And ditto Chelsea... Lukaku now appears to be their only out-and-out striker. Who have they got left? They've got rid of Giroud. They've got rid of Abraham. Yeah. I mean, they could play Werner through the middle, I suppose. But Yeah. Havertz as well, potentially. But yeah, Lukaku's their main man, isn't he? Um, and so I, I think... think the, they all suffer that problem. And I think Spurs, as you mentioned, with, with West Ham, doing the whole Thursday to Sunday thing isn't, isn't going to help them. So No. I think, I, I, I think you run that risk with all me. of those assets. More so probably with Ronaldo. Um, because... I mean, he started pretty much every week for Juventus last season. Um, but they have a depth of strikers at United. You know, you've you've seen Greenwood score in his first three games. Uh, you've got Rashford to come back from injury. I don't particularly rate Martial, but seemingly uh, Solskjaer does. Um, you've got Sancho who can play through the middle. So you've got lots of options there up top um, for United where you could rotate. Where you just simply don't have those options at Chelsea or Spurs at the moment. Yeah, I think I would stick with the big hitters personally. Although Son, like you said earlier, may well be a better pick than Kane. And last question from the FPL Irish reader. How do you cope over the international break? Especially you, I suppose, Mike, because you are tinkering. Yeah, delete delete the app um, would be my first tip. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Um, as Bournemouth fans as well, um, it still seems strange, actually, there being an international break and us not having a game because of it. Um, but we are a championship team and, and not a League One, League Two. I, yeah, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it one little bit. Um, Does anyone enjoy the international break? I don't, I don't think you'll hear any football fan who actually looks forward to it. Yeah, I'll tell, um, tell you what my coping mechanism won't be. Watching international football. <laughs> I don't even know who England are playing, boys. I know they're playing Hungary on uh, Thursday evening, and I think they're oh. playing Poland as well. But um, Thursday night game. But I believe there's three games over the next two weeks for England. It's um, still up in the air, isn't it? About the other players going further afield, um, Martinez, hmm. Aston Villa. Yeah, there's talk of him and Wendy going out. Hmm. Yeah, well, a lot of countries on that red list. But yeah, no, I don't yeah, coping. Yeah, I don't know, but just yeah, like like Mike, just not watching international games, which are most of the time incredibly tedious. Probably gonna have to go out and socialise. Oh, that's pushing it. Leave the house, spend some money, force your you son know. to eat pickled onions. Sorry, force yourself for what? To eat pickled onions. Force your son to eat pickled onions. Go to the beach. It's basically <laughs> a bank. It's basically two week. <laughs> Football bank holiday. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to try and work on a soundboard. Okay. Yeah. I I resorted to uh, continually checking the Weymouth Maidenhead score today. That's how... <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, closely following the National League. There's, there's some big clubs in the National League now, lads. Will it be Agreed. Stockport? Will it be Wrexham? Will it be Notts County? Will it be Grimsby? Those, those are the four for me, lads. I've been mm. studying the form. That's wow. how, yeah, that's how much I dislike the international break. Spend some time with your family, buy a pet. Oh, yes, yep. you're buying a pet, aren't you? Yes. Good news, Phil. Yep. Wow. Yeah, got, uh, our Bengal kitten coming in a couple of weeks. Love this is a kitten stuff. that you're getting because you can walk it. That's not the reason I'm getting it. <laughs> well, you're quite excited <laughs> by the prospect of being able to put it in a jumper and walk it. Well, the two separate things. Putting it in a jumper, obviously, I'm a big fan of knitwear. I'm not excited about walking a cat because that's not. But you are planning on. You are planning on doing that with the well, cat. 
My wife isn't as keen on that idea, so we'll see what happens. She doesn't That's want me walking the cat in public. Okay. And she maybe we'll make it a rule that we can only walk the cat in public if I'm ahead of her in FPL. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen then. Exactly. So it may never happen. Yeah. Yeah. Good times, boys. Good times. Yeah. If anyone's got any advice on walking a cat in public, hang out. Very much. Hang out with your with your mates. Brilliant. Hang out okay. Jess, <laughs> on that bombshell, we'll uh, we'll end this week's podcast. We'll be back with our preview podcast next week. Uh, thank you very much for everyone sending in questions. It was very very exciting. And yeah, apologies for any sound issues this week. Mike's left his laptop at work. And yeah, uh, sorry about I that. There might be a lot of editing this week. My apologies. Uh, but much love to you all. We'll sing out next week because you can have too much of a good thing. Yeah, it's true. Take care, guys. Have a great have week. Good week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. <laughs>